Remembering the Hall of Famer, Coach Ron Raver, a special edition of Coach's Corner. Here is WRBI's Bryce Kendrick. And thank you very much. Good evening, everyone. It is a rather somber occasion here as we do a Coach's Corner on this uh, February the 21st as we will be talking quite a bit tonight about the passing of Coach Ron Raver. Of course, uh, Coach Raver got this show started many, many, many years ago, and uh, some of the folks that we have on the show tonight uh, have been around Coach Raver uh, forever, literally, and uh, others uh, only touched him in passing, but uh, all have some very interesting comments and some fun things to share about Coach Raver, and we look forward to presenting that to you tonight. Uh, we'd like to thank the sponsors here, Ison's Family Pizza, Gehrings, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Hurt and Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutswiller. Uh, joining us uh, for the first segment, he is the boys' basketball coach at Oldenburg, Gary Mormon. Ace, good to have you back on the show again. Welcome. Well, I'm happy to be here and happy to regale some of the great stories about Coach Raver. Well, we're going to do that in just a minute, but uh, one of the reasons why we brought you here tonight is to talk a little bit about Twister basketball, and uh, you've got a couple of wins to share. Yep. Yeah, we uh, we've been playing better as we've gotten healthier, as a lot of teams uh, have. So we uh, this last week we uh, defeated Hauser sixty four fifty seven down there, really behind an incredible shooting night by C J Grody. He had thirty two points for us, wow. uh, and we had a really good second half. We played very very well in the second half of games all year long, and uh, so C J just really lit it up, shot the ball extremely well, and. Uh, and then he was supported. Nick Follop had 11. Frank Mormon had 9. Um, Nathan Schumann had 7. And Eric Cornelius, 5. And, uh, and then a really good inside defensive performance uh, by Abe Streeter. And then we followed that up with an overtime win at Rushville, uh, one of the storied gyms in no Indiana. No question. Yeah, great great venue there. And so we won an overtime there. And uh, Nick Follop, really, really great night again there. Had uh, 19 and uh uh, Frank Mormon had nine again. Schumann and CJ each had five. Cornelius had three and Streeter two. So we, we spread it all out, yeah. and uh, this was an enjoyable week. So offensively, I mean, you, you mixed it up a little bit as far as the contributions in the wins both nights. That's correct, yeah. Uh, you know, they really did a good job on Saturday night, kind of slowing down uh, Grody after he had such a great night on Tuesday night. Kind of kind of drew some attention, didn't Drew it? a lot of attention. He <laughs> sure did. He sure did. But uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, what went well for him? Well, it didn't go real well against Hauser. Uh, you know, giving up 57 points is a lot more than we normally give up. Um, but uh, we had a, a day where we shot the ball extremely well and were able to make up for those things. And then on Saturday night, played really well defensively because we held them to 39, um, and that was uh, in an overtime ball game. So. Right. So that was really a nice performance defensively for us. Now, before we got together tonight, you and I were uh, uh, discussing by email that you have a have a good story to share about uh, your time at uh, up at Memorial Gym at Rushville. Oh, that's right. I have to hear about this. Well, uh, Coach Erman's here, and so he was the head coach at the time, and this is a Ron Raver story too. So he was uh, he was the JV coach, and uh, we were playing there. It was the third game of the year, and I was a sophomore, and uh, apparently a. Uh, I must have been exhausted after the first quarter because I made the mistake of after the first quarter thinking it was halftime. <laughs> so unfortunately, uh, like Connorsville's gym, which it's all all around, sure. right? Uh, Memorial Stadium, same thing. So I, there's no way I could sneak back onto the floor without uh, you know attracting some attention. But anyway, it took a little while to do that. So I, I was in the locker room and I was sitting in there and we had oranges and some Gatorade uh, in the cups and. So I was sitting there and having one or two oranges and 
drinking a little Gatorade, and our manager came in there and says, are you all right? And I said, yeah. He goes, you're not sick? And I said, no, no, I'm fine. And like, well, are you hurt? And I said, no. And then so he said, well, so what are you doing? And I thought he was accusing me of having more than my share of oranges or something. And I said, hey, uh, you know, I was a young guy. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, gee, uh, I've only had a couple oranges. And he goes, well, oh, that's fine. He goes, we were wondering if you were going to play the second quarter. <laughs> And I said, I was wondering where everybody was. So when I went out, I went to the end of the bench thinking, oh, and, and I tried to keep Paul Mang was our manager. And I said, just stay down here. So Coach Ehrman and Coach Raver were looking down and signaling for him to come down to find out. They had looks of concern on their face, like, oh, the poor guy, maybe he's having some intestinal problems right. or something. Yeah. You know, he's a young guy and it's a, you know. Uh, an exciting situation, and so they go down, and then the looks on their faces as he's telling them <laughs> the reason why I was in the locker room. So, so uh, they called me down there. So then, before Coach Herman puts me in, he he gives me some sage advice. He goes, "As the year goes forward, just go ahead and wait for all of us to head to the <laughs> locker room. Don't make any of those decisions on your own." So uh, Coach Raver thought it was a humorous thing too. So to, to tell you Coach Raver's story later in that year. Um, we were playing. It was the same year, and it must have been a road game. I don't recall well, but where, but no, it had to be a road game because of his comments. So, the game was going on, and and uh, we were really good, and uh, things were going better for the team, I think, than it was for me. Because after this timeout, uh, Mr. Raver t- tells me, and this just is a sign of what an incredible person that he was, and and uh, what a uh, astute reader of of the human psyche he was because you could not say this uh if you were someone other than him or perhaps to the wrong person but so he taps me on the shoulder it's so hilarious that i burst into laughter he taps me on the shoulder he goes hey by the way we're the ones in blue (laughs) so obviously i was throwing it to whoever the team was wearing white there so i thought that was a hilarious hilarious thing and you were the assist leader for the other side uh, for the other team for the other team (laughs) But it gives you an idea of the type of person he was because um, it, him saying that, it, 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 I did not take any offense to it right. because uh, that was just the type of man he was. Yeah, Clever way of making a point and That's right. being good-natured about it. Absolutely. Yeah. How was it, how was it like playing under him? Oh, well, he was just, as Coach Ehrman, as he, he's going to come on the air after me, would tell you that this was a man who was like a, a shining beacon of goodness mm-hmm. um, throughout his entire life. Uh, Coach Ehrman uh, stopped over at our table. We have breakfast on Saturday mornings, and we, we talked about uh, when he found out, when Coach Raver found out, he had rheumatoid arthritis way back in his yes. college years. Right. And he got hurt playing uh, flag football. Is that right, Coach? Flag football. And so, of course, that was long, long ago. We didn't have the sports specialist doctors. He went right. to his doctor, and, and uh, they said, well, he was wondering why it wasn't healing up, and they said, well, that's not going to be your long-term problem. And so that's when it started. So here was a guy who loved athletics right. and uh, had to battle that his whole life, but never once uh, complained. I never heard him complain about it ever. Was always in the best mood. Uh, his spirit uh, was truly a guy of, of uh, the New Testament. He was a guy who he uh, put God first. He was a guy who almost always he and Sally would go to 4 o'clock Mass at Morris. Um, and was a guy who uh, put God and others before him. You know, it's uh, a lot of people 
who saw Coach Raber uh, later in his life, thinking that you know when he was when when he was in his wheelchair that that's really when his issues started. But no, I mean this this goes. I mean the arthritis thing. A lot of people don't know about that. That's correct. Well, he was my chemistry teacher, and uh, you know that's way back. And obviously he was a coach at the high school and everything. And and uh, no, he was he was battling that. All of his life, but never, ever let it slow him down. I mean, when you think about him, I, I'll tell you, Bryce, and this, I, I really believe that, that, that this would be, uh, I, I doubt that anybody would dispute this. I really don't know if there's anybody in the history of southeastern Indiana high school athletics has had a greater impact than Ron Raver. When you think about him as a teacher, mm-hmm. a coach, a broadcaster, a blogger, uh, doing the coach's corner, and mainly, I would say the greatest thing he did of all of it, he was an ambassador for all the schools, right. not just Batesville High School, uh, later on Oldenburg, and, but all the Ripley County schools, Decatur County, uh, Franklin County, um, Dearborn County. He, and here's the other thing about Coach Raver. While he obviously had the coaches' uh, sports that he coached, knew more about those sports, sure. right, but became an enormous fan and student of every sport. Right. And followed all of them. He knew the players. He knew the coaches. And uh, he regarded all of them uh, with equal importance and uh, was just a wonderful person to be around. And uh, I think that uh, the other thing that he did, if he, if he were here, he would be saying that. And he would, he would be <laughs> signaling like, okay, let's turn the page on that because of his great humility. But here's the other thing. He had an enormous trump card. And you know what that is. You have to marry well. Yes. And he married extremely yes, well. Yes, he did. He would tell you that. Hall of Famer Ron Raver, but his Hall of Fame wife, Sally. Oh, my goodness. Uh, th- they were an absolute duo. And it, it, all of the great things that he has done for our community and all of the surrounding communities, none of it would have been possible if not for Sally. Mm-hmm. And and Sally's probably listening to this, and she's like, she's just as humble. She would be like, no, let's, let's make this about Ron. But. What a great team and what a great couple. And uh, certainly, uh, as we know, there there's nobody who deserved his reward more than Ron. And that, that's what gives us comfort and solace uh, afterwards. Uh, and uh, I'm sure Sally, uh, while she's going to uh, miss him extraordinarily, and uh, she knows that it's all good for him right now, for sure. No question about it. Coach, you hit on a, a, a several great points. And to a person that I've already spoken to, and preparing for this show tonight, I mean, so many great points that you hit on, and it, it's a very consistent theme with everybody that I've spoken to. So, uh, you know, it's you know, it's true. Well, you would have to have a lengthy show and do quite a lot of exhaustive uh, uh, journalism to find a single person that could say a single bad thing yes. about the man. It, it just would not happen. He was a good to his core. And sometimes I think, well, maybe we shouldn't give him so much credit. Maybe he was just made that way. Right. It couldn't be any other way. Uh, but he was a wonderful human being. Uh, I don't know that he could have been a better guy. If you, looking at yourself personally, something that you could take away from Coach Raver, either as a person, as a coach, or both, what would it be? Well, uh, one thing, uh, this is wouldn't necessarily be what I would uh, say the number one thing to take away from him, but I do want to say this. Something that's always overlooked about him was he had to have an extraordinary toughness, too. Mm. When you think about, when you talk about Coach Raver, people wouldn't, that wouldn't be a term that would come up, his kindness, and that would be the number one thing that I would take away from him, that he 
always made the effort to be kind, regardless of how he felt. But he had to have a lot of internal toughness to get up every day and and know that, listen, there wasn't going to be a day he was going to wake up and be like, wow, right. this is miraculous. I feel really good today. Yeah. My joints all feel good. But never, ever, ever did he let that uh, change him in any way. So what I would take from him was that it is always worth your time and, and effort to make the effort to be kind. And he was kind all the time. Uh, he was uh, uh, a true sportsman. Uh, he never gloated in victory. He was uh, he was humble in victory and gracious in defeat and uh, just a sincerely, sincerely kind man. And you are very kind to come in and share your thoughts and, and comments about Coach Raber, and uh, they are very, very much appreciated. And congratulations on the recent su- success for the Twisters, and we hope that carries into uh, the postseason, which starts next week. That's right. Well, we appreciate it. And, uh, you know, uh, I would just want to say uh, all of this uh, means a lot to all of us, uh, what, what uh, Ron has done and what WRBI has done here tonight and throughout the years. Uh, and, again, uh, I really think that uh, Sally Raver, th- this gal, she's like an angel on earth. And I know Ron looking down, he would have to be like, let's give Sally her due. And, and uh, so kudos to the Raver family. and God bless him. Coach, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Gary Mormon, head coach of the Oldenburg Academy Twisters. We will be back with more of the Coach's Corner right after this timeout on Country 103.9 WRBI. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk Cake. Ison's Family Pizza has a new amazing Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk Cake. you got to try one of our personal-sized chocolate bunk cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. Yum-o! Stop in at Ison's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for Batesville the Best Pizza and for our awesome desserts. 812-933-0333 or IsonsFamilyPizza.com. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. Coach's Corner remembers Ron Raver. Here is WRBI Sports Director Bryce Kendrick. Back once again here at uh, Ison's Family Pizza as we continue this very special edition of Coach's Corner as we honor the memory of Ron Raver, who uh, just recently passed away, the uh, Ripley County Hall of Famer, longtime host of Coach's Corner here on Country 103.9 WRBI. And it's my pleasure right now to bring in Paul Ehrman, who uh, had Coach Raver by his side for a number of years back in the 1970s. Uh, when you two coached together at Batesville, Coach, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. No problem. It, I know this is a very difficult time for you, as it is for many people that will be speaking with us here this evening. But uh, uh, to have a to have a gentleman, and I use that term uh, uh, with uh, with uh, with everything that goes into that word, a gentleman beside you uh, for a number of years. What was it like to have him with you as an assistant coach? Uh, it was exciting. Um, I, I think it, Ron and I go back so long, you know, fifty some years in. Uh, I listen. They tell the stories, and my wife and I sat last night, and I told her, I said, you know, I, I watched Michigan's coach 
do his escapade yesterday, and I said, that would never have happened, because I said Ron would have stopped me. Right. And uh, when when I came into town, I had the option of hiring various people and positions, and Glenn Butt was the athletic director, and Dick Lemon was the principal, and when I was hired, uh, I met with Ron, and immediately knew that was going to be my assistant coach. Uh, and coach, not to interrupt you, but it's what stood out to you about Ron at the time. I mean, you're basically you're you're becoming acquainted to him really for the for the first time. Right, right. I moved from Northern Indiana, never met the man. Right. Um, one thing was the fact that his family and my family totally matched up. Mm-hmm. His wife was a business teacher. My wife was a business teacher. I love coaching. Ron loved coaching. Um, his respect and attitude towards kids, because we talked about various kids, and he told me who <laughs> some of my better players were probably going to be, and they were going to be a handful. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Um, this kid's really good, but Paul, he's he's going to need some help. Yeah. And so we talked about it. And when I set my staff up um, that first year in coaching, um, the team I had was a great team. Right. Um, we were big. We had three kids, six five, which was kind of unheard of. Uh, we had a, a feeder program that wasn't exactly what we wanted with the bitty leagues and things. So right. Ron and I talked about changes we'd do with that. So when I went to Glenn, I told him, I said, well, I definitely want Ron to be my assistant coach because I said, I think as far as my goals, my ethics, and everything in family, uh, Ron and Sally fit right into to what we wanted to do. Uh, and and it, it never varied mm-hmm. over the years because, you know, as, as I said to the gal I was talking to on the radio this morning, one of the things I always knew that uh, – if I did get a little bit hot and out of hand, Ron was there to, to take take over for me uh, and then stop me. Uh, and, and, you know, we laugh about Ron and Sally. And I, when we were at their house one day, not too long ago, we were talking, and I got two technical fouls during the reserve game. <laughs> the JV game. I got, I got thrown <laughs> out of the JV game. The, the officiating was horrible. <laughs> And I was sitting there, and I made a statement, and the ref teched me. And Ron looked at me and laughed. Uh, and then I made a mistake, and I told him it was the first call he'd had right all night. And he said, now I've had two, so you're out of here. So when my wife came to the game, she thought I was sick. Yeah. I wasn't on the bench. And the fans all said, no, Paul got thrown out. He's in the locker room. So, you know, uh, we had a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, the various – technical fouls we would look back you know 40 years 50 years later and say remember that night remember this referee remember how bad he was you know and uh we just stayed close um i was only here five years and then i moved down the road to east central ron later coached and i always gave him a hard time they'd come to east central and i'd give ron a hard time right um but we always stayed in touch and uh, we always laughed because there was there was always the bees in our life, and we had Batesville, the Bulldogs, we had basketball, and we had Boilermakers, and we could sit and talk for hours about any of those things. Yeah, and I it never gets old. 
Never. And he would know as much or more than I would. And I'd say, well, what's going on? And he could, well, here's what's happening. They're doing this and this, you know. But uh, I think what Ace said earlier is really important. Uh, all of our wives are important in our family. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife and Sally both really fit into the coach's wife well. A lot of women don't. It's a, it's a tough, tough life. Coaching's bad enough, but being a coach's wife, uh, you hear the parents, why did my kid play in? Uh, you hear the other fans who don't like you because you're winning and they're losing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Sally and Karen always kind of hit it off. Uh, it, it's gone a long way. <laughs> Their daughter now lives in uh, northern United States up in the Minnesota area where my son lives. Mm-hmm. And their daughter and my granddaughter, their granddaughters and my granddaughter, play against each other. How about that? And I said, you know, <laughs> Rick called one day and he said, uh, this gal walked over and it was Gene Raver. You know? But, uh, yeah, and, and, you know, I was just telling Ace before you went on the air here, to show you the respect that Ron has had, uh, of course, I got on the phone early this morning and talked to a lot of people. Right. Uh, I tried to get in touch with players who are a long way off. I mean, I see Ace and Leach and Sam and these guys on a weekly basis. Right. Um, I made a phone call. I made a text last night to Florida uh, to a couple people. I made one to Houston, Texas. Uh, I called all of my assistant coaches, Terry Eaglin, talked to him about Ron, called Randy Barrett, talked to him about Ron. They were my... uh, Coaches who were under Ron and I, right? Uh, they were freshman coaches, and then Terry came on later as assistant coach to Ron and, and helped me. Um, the the one thing, and Bryce, you know, we all hope that sometime in our life somebody says they were a good person. Yes. There's nobody that can't say Ron wasn't a good person. Right. Uh, when I talked to a, a player today who now lives in uh, Florida, and he stayed in touch with Ron and Sally over the years. Um, And he told me about when he moved here, his first class was chemistry. Mm -hmm. And he said, I moved here as a junior in high school, and that's hard. Right. Uh, And he came in as our, they said was going to be our star, which he later proved to be. Um, And he said, my first class was chemistry. And he said, I sat down. And he said, two things happened that made me feel wanted and accepted. Mm -hmm. And Coach Raver welcomed him into the class. And then as he sat down, he sat down next to a really good kid from one of the Breverman families here in town. And uh, Mark and him became very, very good friends. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I went through the list today and I thought, if Ron only, I don't know how many times he's evaluated, I do it all the time. Uh, of the people that we had the fortune to coach yeah, that are, they're not just CEOs of companies. I mean, we've got doctors, congressmen, uh, many CEOs, a lot of them own their own companies. Uh, so evidently, we did something right, too, because they've all stayed in touch. Yeah, And, you know, when Ron started through this, the last ordeal, which was his toughest. Sure. Uh, and as I would go and visit with he and Sally, 
uh, at St. Andrews, I saw, you know, how Ron was was developing. He was he was like, okay, we've had a really good run. I feel that way too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that. I look back in my fifty plus years in Batesville. I don't think I would have ever done anything different yeah. from hiring Ron Raver to coach. Uh, when I left, I knew the basketball program was in good hands. Uh, I knew that Ron would continue with it. Right. Uh, it was a hard decision to leave here as a coach, uh, but I wanted to be an administrator, and the job was open at East Central. Mm-hmm. And Ron always made me feel like I made the right decision. The kindness that he could relay on to anyone, whether it be a parent, uh, a player, opposing fan, uh, opposing coaches. I mean, I go back to the Dave Porters and, you know, the Rick Bowens, who later went to Wisconsin, and, and some of these guys went on to college. But if you told them, when I tell Rick Bowen when I talk to him that Ron Ravers passed away, they'll be, oh, no. You know, it'll be, it'll be a, but we all know Ron's going to be fine. Yes. Ron's going to be fine. Uh, it's the rest of us that have to pull up the straps yeah. and uh, go on. It's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. I still have in the back of my truck right now four black and gold papers that I was going to take to Ron this week. Oh. And uh, I took them out a couple weeks ago. I couldn't go and see him because of, we'd had some COVID in our office. Right. And I didn't want to take a chance, but I put them on the front porch. Right. And uh, Sally would read them to him. They'd go over them. Um, his daughter, Gina, has she's a great gal. I mean, she's been through a lot. Nothing to what Sally has. But anytime you have that in your family, um, everything's important, but it still comes back to the your belief. The religion was always important to Ron. Um, we would, we, we had, we did not use foul language. Uh, one night we were playing, I'll never forget, we were playing a game and uh, I got mad at the referee and I threw the towel up in the air and the referee turned around to me and he said, when that comes down, you have a technical. So Ron caught it. <laughs> and I got the technical and I told Ron, I said, you didn't get high enough. <laughs> I said, if it hadn't come down, you know. But over the years, you know, we heard five years, and uh, every technical we had, we made, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we had technical at Jennings County one night, and the referee turned to us and said, uh, right to the bench, that's goaltending. That black hand grabbed that ball. And I looked at him, and I'll never forget who it was. And Ron could have told you his name, too. I said, sir, can you show me a black hand on my team? I still got the technical. But we <laughs> laughed about it. You know, it was like, no, that wasn't our player. That was their player, you know. But uh, we had fun in practice. Ron and I would have a practice plan. We used to have music playing. Um when I talked to a couple of the players, I just got the phone with a boy that lives in Houston, Texas, and he was talking about how 
he always looked forward to going to practice. Right. He said, Coach, I'll tell you, he said, you and Coach Raver made it fun. He said, these were some of the best experiences in my life. Now, this is a kid that's pretty high up in the world today. Right. <laughs> Higher up than I am. And, uh, you know, he he appreciated what Ron did. Mm-hmm. And Ron always had a a smoother knack of telling kids things than I did. Yeah. I would I would sometimes be blunt. Right. And Ron would soothe it over. Um and that's the reason I think we were a perfect fit. Mm-hmm. And after I left, we stayed very close friends. Uh, I had a really hard time sleeping. Yeah. But when I got up this morning I felt good. I I you know, I listened to Mike Bettis, Mike <laughs> You know, I looked at, and here's the mayor of Batesville, and I look at the town board, and there's kids that played ball for us. And, and I look at, you know, the different things of doctors. I mean, that we had that went out, and they're retired now. Right. But, you know, they still look back upon Batesville High School and the basketball program and Coach Rayer being a very integral part of basketball. I was mainly involved in basketball. I didn't coach. I coached tennis. Uh, a few years, but uh, Ron was always with the cross country, and then you know he would come back and we'd do basketball, and then he would do track. And the summer we'd run to basketball camps, so he was year round right. with the Batesville kids. I was a semi professional umpire uh, in my life, and I was doing a lot of high school and college ball and things. And Ron still, every time I'd see him, you know, who who you been umpiring recently? Where you been? You know, what are you doing? You know, right. showed an interest. Uh, my two kids that went through Batesville High School, I've they both know that Ron has passed. Uh, it's sad. Yes. For those kind of people. It, it's, I feel worse for the people who are not here than for the ones of us that are here. Right. Because we get to share that. Yeah. I mean, I can't say I'm looking forward to seeing Sally. But uh, it'll be good. Yes. Hugs all around. Exactly. 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 Coach, I cannot thank you enough for coming in. I mean, it's it's uh, for someone who had the pleasure and privilege of, of having such a great person by your side for so many years, not only as a coach but as a friend, it meant a lot for you to come in tonight. And thank you for sharing your thoughts. Uh, yeah, when they called me this morning, I wasn't sure. Yeah. I, I told them I need some time. Yeah. I said, i got to think about this. I get it. But I felt like that there's – Things that maybe people don't know about Ron, that Ace and myself, the people that was in the trenches. Right. And it was more fun than was anything else. And uh, I always look back at it as one of the highlights of my my career of coaching and, and my life of, of knowing Ron and Sally and Gina as friends and family and clients and anything else that they'll ever be. They're good people. And uh, Ronnie will be fine. Yes, he will. Coach, thank you so much. Thanks for asking, Bryce. Our pleasure. Paul Ehrman, uh, former Batesville Bulldog head coach. We will be back with more of Coach's Corner right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk Cake. 
Tyson's Family Pizza has a new amazing chocolate caramel lava bun cake. You gotta try one of our personal sized chocolate bun cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. Yum! Oh, stop in at Tyson's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for Batesville's best pizza and for our awesome desserts. 812-933-0333 or IsonsFamilyPizza.com. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Remembering the Hall of Famer, Coach Ron Raver, a special edition of Coach's Corner. Here is WRBI's Bryce Kendrick. Once again, welcome back to Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, as we continue to share the thoughts and memories of uh, those who knew Coach Ron Raver the best. Unfortunately, Coach Raver just recently passed away, and we are taking a little moment uh, or two tonight to uh, honor uh, someone that really, truly has been an institution, not only uh, for Batesville, but in all of uh, Southeast Indiana. Lisa Gausman, the uh, head cross-country and track coach at uh, Batesville High School, joining us right now lisa thank you for being on the program tonight and i know you have a long time association with coach raver especially in track yeah i um i really do so uh you know when i was growing up here in baseball um you know just a few years ago <laughs> 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 um, he was you know he, he was part of the staff there with luella vaguely so him and luella vaguely were you know kind of my coaches there and he was also my chemistry teacher so um you know so i knew him as a teacher in the classroom as well in fact sally was my typing teacher so i knew both of them um you know very well and um when i was coaching in indianapolis um he's always been a very very active member of the indiana association of track and cross country and um i was a um you know i've been an active member since i started coaching as well Mm -hmm. and he would be at you know, all the meetings that we met every couple months or whatever. And so I, you know what, I, I would ever, always get to see him then and um, was always so supportive. And um, when I first started coaching out, um, I coaching just helping me, you know, different questions I had. And then when I moved back to Batesville, you know, it was just an honor. You know, he's retired and um, it was just an honor for him to want to continue to be a part of and Batesville coaching, especially in track, and um, coming out and being a part of our staff. I was excited to have him as a volunteer coach. And, you know, in every different year, there would be different needs for me. Um, So, like, coming in, I knew nothing about pole vault, and and I didn't have a coach at first. And so he took over that role, you know. And then um, I needed someone to help with long jump, and he took over that role. There were times that um, I was short in the throwing area, and he would take over that role. Um, And then in the last, oh, I don't know how many years, but many years, um, he ended up being more as the high jump coach and just couldn't really focus on that when I had some other areas down. And I was doing high jump as well, but then being able to um, ease my um, time up a little bit so that I could be, you know, um, 
like middle distance distance or being on the oval and kind of coaching that. Yeah. You know, he really took a took a, a liking to doing high jump and helping with that. And that's probably, you know, that's kind of been his last, his main focus for the last couple of years. Right. But man, I tell you, any um, athletes that had an opportunity to work with him, um, I always would tell the athletes, you know, if you ever have a chance to ask them any question about the history of track and field or anything you want to know or just, um, you know, any story, like embrace those stories because he had great stories and, you know, and he knew so much, Yeah, you know. Just a wealth of knowledge. Yeah, Coach, a, a consistent thing that I that I've heard from people that we're talking to this evening, and, and those that I've talked to uh, prior to the to the show tonight, uh, there's been a there's been a, a consistent theme, and that is the man knew everything, and he knew everybody. Absolutely, he did. Right? I mean, he stayed involved. He um, not only in our community, you know, but in all the surrounding communities in the county and the conference. Um, I mean, I've how many people know him, you know, just being involved in the uh, association up in Indianapolis and the whole state of Indiana, yeah. you know, and he is going to get inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, so I'm glad he knew that, um, that that will be happening this summer. Oh, that's fantastic. Into the track and field. That is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, we talk about his his influence and the imprint that he's had here in southeast Indiana. But but you've mentioned repeatedly now his association with the, uh, you know, with the uh, with a track and, and cross country uh, state association up there in Indianapolis. His, mm-hmm. his influence extended well beyond southeast Indiana. Yeah, it sure did. Like, as long as I can remember at our conference, like he was in charge of, like, organizing and having introduced like making sure the speakers got introduced and got paid and just keeping that all organized you know sally was obviously the help with the backbone of that too but yes um you know just yeah he's just always been really involved in just knowing like i said different pieces of history and uh, keeping up on things um in a lot of different areas well, you mentioned you mentioned his wife Sally, and Sally is is oh, she is such a sweetheart, and uh, you know the with um, uh, you know with Coach Raver's you know, physical limit limitations over the years, he certainly had a had had to have a lot of assistance, and uh, uh, Sally was right there every step of the way, and and was very much involved with everything that that Ron was involved in. Very yes, absolutely. So like, you know, I'm going to miss seeing her at every day. You know, too. I told her she. She can come. She can come to practices and meets and stuff like that because you know, you know, not only um, you know do you get Ron, but you know you do. You have Sweet Sally that's there, um, just her smile and you know, just her just pleasant atmosphere right. um, with, with you as well. Um, you know, so that will be that will be missed to to see that every day during track season. Right. Also. Well, but before I came to work for WRBI, you know, I would still be up at Batesville and doing some games from time to time, and I would always make it a point to, to try to go over and see uh, Ron and Sally uh, before a game. Um, my mom mm-hmm. has been my mom has been friends with both of them for many many years, so I, I already had that uh, connection through my mom uh, before I ever got here, and uh, just great 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 people. Uh, you, you had mentioned before we started, and and you you, you mentioned a, a, a memory of of. Coach's Corner, back when you were in high school. I mean, that's how far this show goes back. I'm not trying to date you here, Coach, but uh, you know, Coach's Corner has been around a long time, and uh, Coach Raver is Coach's Corner. Uh, uh, absolutely. Like I, I, like I said, I remember 
being in a corner at McDonald's uh-huh. when it started, you know. So, and then, you know, I, obviously it's going to be cool, and I, I'm definitely going to go on some of the archives just for the memory of that, being able to go on WRBI website and pull some of those archives out to, uh, you know, things that we've done not too long ago even. Right. Um, just to be able to listen to that would be pretty cool. But, yeah, I mean, he, like I said, just it was just amazing of all the talent he knew, mm-hmm. not only here in Batesville, but in the surrounding areas. And, um, you know, being able to, you know, do those interviews and things. Right. Just always so, so neat. So neat. Well, yeah. Co- well, Coach, you've been very gracious with your time tonight. But before I let you go, um, I'd be remiss if I didn't give you the opportunity to uh, share what you're going to miss most most about Coach Raver. Huh. Um, well, that's a that's a tough one, really, because there's 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 so much. Just uh, I mean, just talking to him, mm-hmm. you know, and bouncing ideas off of him, or um, and just just really just the uh, conversations and the stories, you know, that he can tell and, you know, and just the knowledge that he knows. It's just, it's just always in awe of just being able to talk to him. You know, I, I'm just so amazed. I just remember even back when I was in high school, even before that, you know, mm-hmm. he was already, um, you know, already physically struggling and how long that he has just pushed himself and, you know, continued to be a positive influence and to do his passion even through, you know, physical difficulties. Um, but he didn't let that stop him. You know, what an inspiration yeah. um, he was to just so many. Because, you know, I mean, it's, you know, so many people would be like, you know, this is too much or whatever. And, just to continue to want to be out there helping the kids and um, just the community. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah, I will miss a lot, a lot of things about him. No, no question. <laughs> wow. Well, Coach, again, uh, thank you so much for your time uh, tonight. Uh, we appreciate you having on, uh, being on the show and sharing some of your thoughts and memories of, of Coach Raver, a man that uh, will be certainly uh, very sorely missed uh, throughout uh, Southeast Indiana. And uh, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you very much. It was an honor to be able to talk talk about him. Thank you. Thank you. Coach Lisa Gowman, the uh, Batesville cross country and track coach at uh, Batesville High School. We'll be back with more of Coach's Corner right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Ison's Family Pizza has a new amazing chocolate caramel lava bun cake. You gotta try one of our personal sized chocolate bun cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. Yum Stop in at Ison's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for Batesville's best pizza and for our awesome desserts. 812-933-0333 or IsonsFamilyPizza.com. Coach's Corner remembers Ron Raver. Here is WRBI Sports Director Bryce Kendrick. 
Uh, we'd like to thank our great hosts here at Ison's Family Pizza. They do it each and every Monday right here on Country 103.9 WRBI, along with our other great sponsors, Garings, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Hurton Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutswiller. We've had uh, some outstanding uh, guests on so far, and that continues now as we bring in the uh, Batesville Boys Basketball Head Coach, Coach Aaron Garrett. And, and Coach, before we talk about uh, uh, Coach Raver, which we will do uh, uh, extensively here in just a moment, I want to talk about uh, the win against Morristown. Uh, that, was a, that was a very complete game, I think, for your ball club. It was. And, and Morristown, they graduated two 1,000-point scores. Mm-hmm. So, And then the special part is... The young man who's going to be their best player coming back as a senior was diagnosed with leukemia mm. in terms of in, in September. And we were able to, to celebrate and honor Quentin Batten. Yeah. And our, our students did a good job of participating in that as well and, and just trying to pick up the spirits of a young man who, who had most of his senior year taken away from him. Now, the good news is things are going very, very well, and his goal is to get back potentially for the end of his senior year, maybe even play some baseball. Mm-hmm. And there's a local connection there, too, where Quentin's older brother married Riley Goldsmith, whose two brothers played in our basketball program. So it's just, it's just incredible, these circles of life, the connections in life. And then we get to honor our seniors and, and seven young men who have done so much for our program. And I say this every year. It's, it's hard to survive in our program until your senior year. And, and because we ask so much of the kids, but also there's so much competition. Yeah. Um, every every year that goes by, there's fewer and fewer kids because as you get to the varsity level, obviously you're mixing just like this year. We've got a freshman, we got a couple of sophomores, we got a junior, and we got seniors. So Connor Kelly once said that Batesville basketball is the most exclusive club at Batesville because it is a, it is a very finite number. That number is small. So just those guys persevering through the program and, and, and building the program up and leaving it in great shape culturally. Our, our win loss record. This is the uh, the year that could have been, if you want to think of it in that regard, I think, with what's coming up and where we're at mentally and physically finally healthy, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what it turns out to be right. because I, I think we're just peaking at the right time. But in terms of our record over the year, plenty of times where this thing could have went off the rails right. because it, it was hard. It was frustrating. Um, December, when, when Cole's out, we can't even run stuff in a half-court offense. And then once we get whole again, we're playing really, really well, then, then Thomas gets hurt. We get Thomas back, then then Sam Johnson tweaks an ankle, shooting almost 50% from three-point line. Mm-hmm. So a lot of excuses that could have taken place. Sure. But these seniors really let us well. And as I make decisions where some of the younger guys are playing, right, and that could always be a different issue that happens. But these seniors are, they're, they're, they're a very, very special group to me, as, as they all have been, but this group especially, because they just hasn't flinched. And, and that's awesome to be around young guys that really at a high level leadership-wise and, and don't flinch when, when adversity hits. If they were stocks, I'd pour as much money as I could into all of them because yeah. they're, they're going to be really, really successful. So and then Bryce Bulldog Bash got moved around, so we had a bunch of first graders there <laughs> Friday. <laughs> Especially early on because they do their dance at halftime, which everybody loves. But that first and second quarter, every time the Bulldogs went down and scored, it was explosion. In the, gym. <laughs> the band is playing, which is awesome. and just So just a great, great night in terms of, of celebrating those guys and getting a good win. Then we turn around with, with Shellyville this week, who have two dynamic scores. One's averaging over 20 points a game. And they play a tough schedule, so they're coming in with only five wins. But they'll be they'll be the best opponent for us going into the sectional in terms of a couple dynamic scores. we got to cover up. we got to get rebounds. we got to close out possessions. And then they'll get after us defensively. So some of the things that we've been working on. So the Bulldogs are uh, 
looking forward to March and, and ready for it to get going. Yeah, well, we are uh, looking forward to the game on Thursday. We'll have that one on uh, 103.9 WRBI. We'll also have the sectional matchup when you take on Franklin County. So uh, still plenty of Batesville boys basketball ahead. Uh, you alluded to just a minute ago kind of the uh, the night, the, uh, the tight-knit, maybe the exclusive nature of Bulldog boys basketball. But uh, a, a very prominent part of that has been and will continue to be Coach Ron Raver. Absolutely. And as I went through the whole gamut of emotions, um, first and foremost, I'm, I'm just glad Coach Raver's no longer in pain in terms of even doing this show. And Bryce, I was blessed to do it with him for 13 years. And I got to know him before that when I was Coach Seifert's assistant. And just a man who was very kind to me. Um, Batesville basketball being the head coach isn't always the easiest. Right. A lot of expectations, which I cherish because it's important to people. And when things don't go your way or things don't result like you'd hope for the for the team, it was very comforting to have Coach Raver to talk to about it. Mm-hmm. Um, when there was great wins, we would celebrate the kids like we should. When there was tough, tough losses on the air and off the air, he could he could pick me back up, right? And always gave me always gave me a different perspective because he's been there, right? It's one of those positions where a lot of people think they know what it's like, but unless you've been in that seat, <laughs> you just don't know. And there was a guy who was who I could talk to. And you know he was authentic yeah. and just so loyal. And and as, as I go through the weekend, right, we've got the sectional draw. Um, then I'm sitting there with my boys watching as we get home from the sectional draw with all my guys, the, the team plus their family. So, sure. again, Batesville basketball family on that level. Then I'm sitting home with my two boys after a long weekend, and I get that's when I get the text from Sally. So from one range of emotions to others, and as I put the word out to the basketball alumni, um, I've been blessed to get to some, know so many of those people and putting an email list together. And, and just the responses coming back that I'll get forwarded to, to Sally Raver are just incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of what he was with the impact. Because this isn't just basketball players. This is fans that want to be a part of it. People have been added over the years. So it's, right. it's all kinds of Batesville people um, near and far. I mean, some of these people have moved years ago out of, out of Batesville. And I got one a day this afternoon where he, uh, Coach Raver was such an incredible chemistry teacher. This guy went into chemistry and has had a very successful life, mm-hmm. right, in, in that field. So just you, you never know what impact you're going to have. And I expressed to Sally to, to read to Coach Raver on Friday the impact he's had on me. I was never in his classroom. I, I didn't get to play for him. But, man, was he a mentor of mine in terms of just what he's given to me through the years of doing this show. But that, it wasn't exclusive to this show. When I would see Sally and Ron out, when I'd see him at the football games, mm-hmm. when I'd see him during the summer, track meets, you just always gravitate towards him because he, he just has that aura about him. And, and that about it, that's what will be missed in terms of you just hope as you go through a career and you talk about a mentor, teaching, coaching, trying to make an impact on people, if I can have a quarter of an impact that that man had, that's a life well lived. And I know that's what we all want to celebrate, and I look forward to celebrating that. So this the sadness definitely creeps in, but in terms of looking at, at the entirety of a life, my goodness, I know we're going to talk about this, but with so many, and I and I hit this, I hit the basketball guys with this, hit my students with this, I talk myself through this, it's human, it's human nature to make excuses not to do things that are hard. Right. My goodness, Coach Raver could have, and, and Sally too, they could have given this show up even before I was head coach 14 years ago because it, it wasn't easy. Right. And they could have went to the just calling in on the phones. Mm-hmm. Nope, they were in person. Coach was here. 
There's many times where I'd physically help get him up out of the chair sitting here at this round table, get him into his wheelchair, Sally and I would. And there we're, we're going through the kitchen here and, and out to where it's icy and snowy. But that was his dedication and determination. So just being around that example, you can't help but be impacted. Just right, people see better than they hear because that's the example he gave. And, and that's just what, what just keeps coming back to me, too, is just this sheer the will of the Spirit. Yeah, it's. Uh, we were talking with Coach Mormon earlier, and he mentioned that the that the biggest takeaway that you could get from Coach Raver was his kindness, but probably maybe the most underrated thing for people that weren't aware of was his toughness. Unbelievably tough. And as as I gathered my thoughts quickly Friday, when when Sally let me know that things were going the way they were going, right? Um, it it was like a punch because I was in the middle of class and had to gather myself. And then at that lunch, I asked her. If I send a message, how is Coach Mentally? And she goes, he seems, there's sometimes reaction. So I said, I'm going to send a note if you could read it to him. And just the things that came to my mind quickly was that dedication, that toughness, the impact he's made. He and Sally, I hope Jenny and I have any kind of the relationship they had. And that's what I'm striving towards, right? right. Because you talk about toughness as well. Meet Sally Raver and in terms of all she did and to help Ron follow some of his passions because she knew the people that that was impacting. Right. And Sally's right there with him in terms of being impactful. So just that lesson is a, is a, a love for the ages. Right. Because it has to be. Yes. Right, to, to go through what they've went through. And then just the overall impact that one life can have on so many. Yeah. I mean, that's what it just keeps coming to my mind is the, in just so many different ways. And, and I can't, I, I want to go back and listen to tonight's show because of the guests you've had on. Just completely different interactions, different time periods. They were interacted. Um, I, I can't wait to hear some of those stories too, because as as you know, Coach always had stories. Yeah. And that's when when I'd always bring the, my seniors on here every year, and they were so nervous. I said, "Hey, just relax. Coach will ask you these questions. He'll make the interview very, very easy on you." Right. And a lot of times he would draw comparisons, either to a former baseball basketball player, somebody else in his career along the way. And just put them at ease, and then they can open up, and the stories just flow. Right. And so again, just awesome. I, I, my biggest takeaway is how blessed am I to be in the position I'm in, and I get all that one-on-one time with him. Yeah, I'm a blessed guy. You know, you you brought up the fact that you're dealing a lot with the alumni right now, and and you have been, I will say, the beneficiary of seeing a lot of wonderful things that are being said about Coach Raver. And dare I say that there's probably several common themes in every piece of, of correspondence you're getting back. Yeah, from when he was an assistant coach to head coach and, and even as a teacher. And Bryce, this goes back to when this last stint that was pretty serious in, in terms of starting in the fall, right, mm-hmm. when we put it out there and just asked for prayers and, hey, here's what Coach Raver's going to because everybody loves the man. Right. So you want to keep people updated. And as I send out the obituary, when that becomes available, you I think it's going to be quite amazing as far as the love that flows back mm-hmm. to Sally and Gina and the family in general. And then just towards, it, it allows people time to reflect. Right. So as, as people reflect, that's what I'm starting to see pour into my inbox to forward to the family. And, man, it's, you talk about emotional there, too. Yeah. Um, it, it's Coach Raver's one of these people. And... I read this not too long ago. A lot of times in life, we reflect back, right? Something happens serious or we lose someone, we reflect back. Very rarely in the moment do we do we understand the impact somebody's having on us right then. Because every impact, you and I's impact tonight, 
it impacts us one way or the other. Sure. Sometimes it's just in passing. You don't even you don't know what the impact is, but sometimes when it's somebody like Coach was in the classroom, at the track, on the basketball floor, the other scope, the other sports he was a part of as a broadcaster. I remember him when I first came; he was broadcasting the baseball games, right? And that's when I first got to know who Coach Raver was. So a lot of these people were having that reflection about just how much this one man meant to them. Um, I'm just very, very happy I was able to express it. I expressed it in the last year when, when I had my last show with him. Expressed it in that message to Sally, um, and that gives me a lot of peace because yeah. I do think Coach knows how much I loved him. And I think there's no doubt that family will feel that as these messages come in. No question. Now, you had, you had mentioned that you weren't in his classroom, you didn't coach with him, didn't play with him, but you were able to lean on him. What's some of the best advice that he ever gave you? Just be a, a sounding board because most of our best conversations came off there mm-hmm. as, as we would bluntly talk about what was going on, what was happening. He just had a way to reframe things. Mm-hmm. and. Typically, it was basically care about the kids, right? Do your best by them. Things will work out. Yeah. And then I would, I very rarely take advice from somebody that I don't trust. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of assistant coaches, right? A lot of assistant coaches, and it's great. But um, with Coach Raver, it was always authentic, and, and it gave me a different perspective. So just, just knowing you had somebody in your corner. Right. Right, and... and I'm still striving to do better at that, where hopefully I'm being that way towards others now, because I know I get that work to do. But that's what it was. He just he just radiated love, and he would, sometimes he just let me talk, right? But then I would have the perfect thing to say, because that that just that that voice of wisdom and experience. And again, I'm not just so blessed to have gotten so much of that time with him, because he cares so much about doing the show, and it wasn't just hey former basketball coach I'll do the winter right nope he did it fall all the way through the spring and, and people from all the coaches through the years that would drive here to, to do that show there's a lot of things you you can say no to as a coach and then a lot of them would have probably said ah, I don't want to try to Batesville to do a radio show right but when coach Raver's asking and they have that interaction with him that goes so well I mean there was it, it amazed me that in the weather especially during this time of year right. some of the weather that, that coaches would drive through just to spend 10 to 15 minutes with, with Coach Raver because right. he just breeds that that trust and love and, and you want to give it back to him. Right. And we've all been the beneficiary of that as, as, as he's done those interviews through the year. So that's always the moniker, as I see here, the Hall of Famer. Man, you talk about a guy that has a Hall of Famer in life. Right. I think that's what it comes down to. No question about it. Coach, I, I can't thank you enough for coming in tonight. I know it's, it's difficult to talk, but it's also something that uh, – is uh, very therapeutic in a sense and and a chance to share uh, your great memories of, of such a great individual, someone that is definitely going to be so, so sorely missed. Yeah, and my advice would be to people as, as the ravers go through this, Sally's going to get inundated with messages. So I'd love for people to, to take the time, especially those that were taught and coached by, by Coach Raver, right. to, to sit down, take the time, and write one of those handwritten notes mm-hmm. that, that she can go back to months from now, a year from now, years from now, in terms of really taking the time to get on paper what he meant, because I know that's going to be her, her guidepost as she goes forward here, in terms of, as you think about it all the time, she helped him do things, and now it's her. So in terms of F sending notes to where she can revisit those, because I know it, it kind of helped me think through things in, in regard to honoring the man the way he should have been honored and, and what he's done for all of us. 
No question. Coach, thank you so much. You're welcome. Aaron Garrett, head coach of the Batesville Bulldogs. Uh, We'll be back with more as uh, we continue to recognize Coach Raver here tonight on Country 103.9 WRBI. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, free delivery and caring for their customers' needs has been their way of business for over 30 years. It's not something new and will always be what George's family values, you and your family. It's easy to switch. Go to georgespharmacy.com and request your transfer or call any of their 10 George's locations. We are here for you. Free delivery before, now, and always. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. Remembering the Hall of Famer, Coach Ron Raver, a special edition of Coach's Corner. Here is WRBI's Bryce Kendrick. Corner on Country 103.9, WRBI, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza as we continue to share our thoughts and memories of the passing of Coach Ron Raver, an institution here in southeast Indiana. Joining me right now, Tom Snape, news director here at WRBI. But uh, as I often talk about during my uh, daily show, Tom is far more than just news. He is a man of all seasons, and and Tom has uh, has had the pleasure and privilege of working directly with Coach Raver. And, and Tom, I know that uh, really your first taste of working with Coach Coach, uh, you did, uh, what, about four seasons or so in football and basketball? Yeah, that's correct, Bryce. Uh, yeah, we uh, he uh, he was the play-by-play man the uh, first two seasons. I did color, then we eventually reversed roles. And uh, but uh, we uh, we really enjoyed each other's company. Uh, always, uh, it's always good to be on the road trips with them. Um, and in particular, one time I remember that um, we uh, drove over to Jennings County to see the uh, Franklin County Wildcats. Uh-huh. And this was Alex Smith, uh, the oh. year that he won uh, Mr. Football, right? And uh, in fact, the uh, the first Mr. Football in the state of Indiana in 1993 and uh drove over there and uh coach uh, fell asleep <laughs> on the way over but i said hey ron we're here we're james county oh i must have had uh, faith in the driver then so. <laughs> good <laughs> so, stuff yeah so uh so there was there was always that and but uh uh yeah we uh we spent a lot of time together obviously and uh, he he taught me a lot as far as being a professional and how to treat people because i'll tell you what bryce uh, mm. if we were uh, police officers we could have worked in missing persons because he knew everybody <laughs> i mean <laughs> oh uh, man yeah he certainly did and uh you were telling me too that you we were talking about the road trip to Jennings County, but uh, you had a couple of memorable trips going to regionals. Yeah, we did. Uh, whenever a, a local boys team here in southeast Indiana was fortunate to advance to the uh, regional, of course, this is the uh, pre-class um, basketball era, but whenever they would advance to the regional up at the Tiernan Center, uh-huh. and if they happened to win that night, we had some time to kill between sessions. Uh-huh. So what we would do is we would uh, head on over to Hagerstown yeah. and strap up the uh, strap on the feed bag in, <laughs> at uh, Welver Smorgasbord and uh, which is uh, no longer there but uh, that was always a great memory that Well you uh, guys closed the place down. Y- yeah, you could say that. <laughs> we we ate them out house and home and it was no longer profitable. So. Yeah, it's amazing uh, when you, when you do these trips and and go into a regional and you have the uh, the pleasure of, of doing two games and you have to hang around for that night game. You always find out where the great places to eat are. Indeed. And what what do you remember about coach the most? Well, I think the the fact um, his class, um, very classy individual, smart as a whip. Yeah. I mean, I could talk to him about anything, any subject. 
and uh, we didn't just talk about sports. Uh, we talked about other things. And uh, yeah, he uh, he had mine. Was I mean, although his body was failing him, he still had the he was still sharp as attack mentally. Right. And I'm sure that's the way it was all the way to the end. And uh, I was just uh, blessed, Bryce, that uh, once I started doing games back here uh, before uh, the world went nuts in uh, March of 2020 with yeah. the pandemic. Um, I was brought back to do some high school basketball games at Batesville in particular. Yeah. And I always enjoyed my visits with him and Sally up at the uh, the Bulldog Center overlooking the gym. And uh, I just uh, tre- treasure those times. I'm glad we got to reconnect. And uh, um, I'm... I'm just glad that his uh, his physical suffering is over, but yeah. uh, he has definitely uh, graduated to uh, the biggest Hall of Fame of all, no as question. far as I'm concerned. So, uh, you know, thanks for everything, Ron, and, and Godspeed. Thank you, Tom. Tom Snape, our news director here at Country 103.9 WRBI. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk Cake. Ison's Family Pizza has a new amazing chocolate caramel lava bun cake. You gotta try one of our personal sized chocolate bun cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. Yum oh! Stop in at Ison's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for Beats for the Best Pizza and for our awesome desserts. 812-933-0333 or IsonsFamilyPizza.com. Coach's Corner remembers Ron Raver. Here is WRBI Sports Director Bryce Kendrick. And we're back on Coach's Corner here on Country 103.9 WRBI as we continue with uh, getting some thoughts and memories of Coach Ron Raver, who just recently passed. And Coach Raver, of course, the longtime host of Coach's Corner. And we've talked to several people within the Batesville community about uh, his influence. And uh, now we're going to speak with somebody outside of the Batesville area. But we don't really have to go too far to do that. We keep it in the WRBI family. Our own Mike Myers uh, from Greensburg is joining us right now. And uh, Coach Myers, uh, welcome, welcome to the the show and uh, thank you for, for spending a little time with us this evening. Thanks for having me, Bryce. I truly appreciate it. Well, I know that uh, you have a, a have had a special relationship with with Coach Raver, and it goes back to your time as as both a, a runner, uh, some association when you were uh, running in college, and also as as a coach once you came back to the area. Yes, indeed. When I first met Coach Raver as a as a freshman in high school, and uh, he and Coach Dywert had a had a close bond and and, and kinship to each other, and along with uh, Coach Hayden, uh, my track and field coach at Greensburg, and uh, Coach Raver just always uh, was positive to uh, those that that he competed against. And uh, you know, when when we had success uh, as a as a cross country and track team, he always made sure that uh, you know he he stopped and and asked us all about you know our accomplishments and and was always cheering us on i know you know as, as a baseball coach he he definitely wanted to defeat us but uh <laughs> he was very positive you know and yeah. in, in his uh uh praise to to us uh, as we had a, a lot of tremendous success in the late 80s and early 90s at greensburg well, well talking to, i mean not just about uh you know being as a coach but you know it was really on a personal level with you because he would also ask about you know your time running at nebraska Yes, he did. And uh, when when he would still see my parents at track and cross country meets when I was in college, he would always stop and, and, you know, ask about how I was doing, you know, how my training was going. And when I was uh, home at meets, uh, I always made sure I stopped by and talked to Coach Raver. And he was always up to date, thanks to my parents and, mm-hmm. and uh, just 
checking in and, uh, you know, offering uh, nuggets of wisdom and advice, which I, I truly appreciated uh, over the years. And it was just always amazing to me how many people could go up there and do that to Coach Raver and how welcomed you felt right. uh, and that you were the center of attention to him uh, at that moment. In And I was I was not one of his athletes. You know, I was not one, a Batesville person, but yet I was uh, totally welcomed uh, at all times to, to stop and talk with Coach Raver. Now that just speaks to the person that uh, Coach Raver was. And, and you mentioned sharing nuggets of information. And, and really everybody that I've spoken to, either be tonight or, or prior to that, uh, has just uh, often commented about uh, how knowledgeable Coach Raver was on, on so many different sports. Right, and there's the the phrase uh, he's forgotten more than I'll ever know, <laughs> and and you know I, I feel that 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 epitomizes Coach Raver that he's forgotten more than I'll ever know uh, in regards to uh, working with student athletes. Uh, you know, I always heard you know people talk about uh, him in the classroom, and and just today uh, I was um, visiting with a former colleague at at Milan who who coached and taught with uh, Coach Raver, Rick Cook, in, mm-hmm. in the Batesville area, and and we were just sharing Coach Raverisms and just uh, the, these these fun things, and I, it was always special to me uh, how. Coach uh, Galsman brought uh, Coach Raver really back into the forefront, uh, having him uh, work with the high jumpers, and uh, just just to see that that glow when uh, the boys team won the conference and sectional, uh, you know, here recently, uh, it was just awesome that Coach Raver got to be a part of that again. Well, no question, you know, a longtime coach, and then uh, was out of it for a while, and then Coach Galsman brings it back, and and really, I mean, being very a very important part of the coaching staff, not just not just on there for uh, uh, as a as a token, so to speak. No, not at all. He was he was there daily. Uh, he was a uh, uh, you know a fixture, and, and those athletes uh, were were tuned in and locked into what he was uh, telling them to do there at the high jump. And it wasn't just the high jump. He could he could coach any uh, background of, of the track and field team and 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 knew it well and was highly respected not just here in southeastern Indiana but across the state through the uh, coaches association mm-hmm. and just uh, and with what he what he meant to so many people all right well well, mike i greatly appreciate you coming on the show and uh, sharing your your thoughts about coach raver it's uh, certainly a difficult time for all of us and i know you uh share everybody's sentiments uh that uh, you know we send out our thoughts and prayers to uh his wife sally and the family most definitely uh, just uh, tremendous people and i'm just uh, thankful that i got to know him all right michael thank you very much thank you bryce mike myers uh, out at uh, greensburg high school uh, a former uh coach who uh, coached against coach raver and uh, knew him well uh, through his association through uh, track and cross country we'll be back with more of coach's corner right after this on country 103.9 wrbi nothing brings the family together like a home cooked meal let whirlpool and maytag appliances help you handle what the day brings from smart cooking to dependable dishwashers garings has it all With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. Remembering the Hall of Famer, Coach Ron Raver, a special edition of Coach's Corner. Here is WRBI's Bryce Kendrick.
And once again, we continue with Coach's Corner here on Country 103.9 WRBI, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, as uh, we continue speaking with several who knew uh, Coach Ron Raver, the longtime host of Coach's Corner, a corner, an institution here in southeast Indiana. And joining me now, uh, Batesville Mayor Mike Bettis. Uh, Mayor, thanks for being on the show tonight. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Well, uh, Mayor, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about your time with Coach Raver. And you had probably a very unique perspective as uh, you were part of uh, the Batesville basketball program, but uh, as, a, as a manager. Talk about your time uh, with the program as a manager and your association with Coach Raver. Yeah, so I was part of the basketball program for four years as, as a manager. And so I did a variety of things on the side, behind the scenes, uh, from taping angles to passing out towels and water and whatever, just as, um, as someone in the background helping out. Uh, I didn't have the skills to be in a basketball team, but certainly loved it very much, and it was so much fun to be a part of the, uh, of the team and be a part of get to go to all the games and got to be a part of seeing how things work from, from the background. And certainly uh, back in, when I was uh, associated, in, I was in high school, um, Paul Ehrman was the head coach at that time, right. and Ron Raver was the was the was the reserve coach at that time. Uh-huh. And so well, I got we got to go to all the games together, and and got to sit in during the halftime speeches and you know pre you know pregame stuff and halftime stuff. And so uh, and Ron uh, Coach Raver was such a great man, and uh, was always. He did get excited once in a while, but for the most part, he was pretty calm about things and uh, was pretty level-headed about how things are going. He was not afraid to encourage people when they needed a little encouragement. Right. Uh, And so I... Uh, I got to know him from from that perspective, and and I, in addition to his ba- his time as a uh, basketball coach, I know he spent a lot of time with the track cross country teams and track teams. Yes, and was certainly a, instrumental in those programs also. Um, but I knew him more as a basketball coach, and then also as a teacher. So I took an, a number of classes from him uh, as as I was going through the school corporation. And so uh, he was a great, great man. I had the, the privilege of running into him a few times here in the last few months. Um, and we had the opportunity to chat a few times. Uh, and he always was in best of spirits. And, and so uh, I, 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 he will be sorely missed in our community. Well, no question about that. And, and you know, with, with being around him uh, firsthand, uh, you can probably speak to this, and I've heard this from several, uh, that he always made you feel like you were uh, – that he gave you a sense of importance, no matter who you were or, you know, what your what your contribution was to, to a team or, you know, even as a student in the classroom. He, he always gave you a sense of importance. He did. And so he was always – very willing to help out, um, you know, when we had things we had to get done and, and things, uh, especially in, in, in class. And there was items that we were, that I or others were not grasping. He would take the time to work with us to get us through some of those harder, uh, elements. And, and I know certainly on the, on the, as a basketball coach, he did a really great job of, of being a part of it. And he was never, um, never made you feel like he was he was the boss and you were his servant or you were the underling. Uh, it was never that way with him, and uh, so that was always enjoyable to be around him. And certainly, 
Uh, I think he was able to, to touch a lot of people in our area and, and, and not just in the classroom, but also with sports and then also just about being good people. So that's something I know I will remember. Oh, that's fantastic stuff. Uh, Mayor Bettis, really appreciate your time uh, to uh, join us on Coach's Corner tonight, and thank you for sharing your thoughts and your memories of Coach Raver. Well, thank you for having me. All right, that's um, uh, Batesville Mayor Mike Bettis joining us on Coach's Corner tonight. We'll be back with more of the show right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI. Is your business network equipped to handle 2022? Get fast, reliable internet now with speeds up to one gig. From small storefronts to large enterprise, schools, and healthcare, Great Plains Communications scalable technology solutions are ready to fit your needs. With local teams backed by over a century of experience, local service with a global connection. Contact us today at 833-341-2324 or gpcom.com. Speeds and availability may vary by location. Coach's Corner remembers Ron Raver. Here is WRBI Sports Director Bryce Kendrick. Welcome back to Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI as we continue to share our thoughts and memories of uh, Coach Ron Raver, who recently passed away. And joining me right now, Brian Kelly, a former uh, co-worker of Coach Raver. And, uh, Brian, I I think we can start off by saying we don't want to confuse people. We don't want to say that that you're the former Notre Dame football coach or the current coach at LSU. Is that correct? That is correct. I think one thing that might distinguish me is I had a, a nickname when I was announcing sports on WRBI, and that was the Holy Mackerel Kid, because that was kind of like my <laughs> my catchphrase when something dramatic happened. Yeah, all so right. That's one way I think that people might recall me. But um, yeah, definitely not the not the coach uh, in college basketball, but. Then, yeah, people make that comparison or that joke all the time. Trust me. Well, the holy mackerel thing, we can we can make that as a segue to our first topic because uh, you were not only did uh, you do some news here, you did sports as well, and and you had a chance to sit alongside Coach Raver and call some games together. Yes, uh, from ninety fall of ninety three until spring of ninety six, uh, which included the East Central football team state championship run. So we got to announce that in the. Uh, then our, uh, no, then Hoosier Dome before it became the RCA Dome. Um, Ron was just so easy to work with. Uh, so many times when you have a color announcer, which Ron was, like, so to speak, and, and kind of be the play by play announcer, they want to have more of the, the time on the mic. And Ron was never like that. And after just, you know, maybe a, the first half of the, of the first season we worked together, we got on, we just knew each other so well, and he was just so easy to work with, and, uh, you know, I really enjoyed my time with him. He had a good sense of humor, because um, I like to joke, you know, when I'm doing sports, because, let's face it, sports, uh, the end of the world are the most important thing in the world, so I tried to keep it light, and, and Ron played right along with that, and it was it was a pleasure to do games with him. Well, that is that is fantastic, and of, of course you got to know you got to know Ron as a person, right? Uh, I just was impressed and still am to this day. I was actually just thinking about about a week ago uh, that he he really cared about the kids, and he I just loved watching him uh, enjoy the kids succeed, whether it was the kids that we were announcing games for, or whether it was his own athletes when he coached track and cross country. I mean. He was not a coach or an announcer who wanted the spotlight on himself. He right. wanted it solely on, on the kids, the student-athletes. And, um, you know, he had a big heart and was very generous with his time. And, and again, when I got 
to our big guy, you know, I was new kid on the block, and he welcomed me with open arms, and uh, I, yeah, he just was a pleasure to work with, and like I said, I think, you know, people remember that he really was interested in the kids succeeding and, and took pleasure in, in that, and that says a lot about him. Well, Brian, I really appreciate uh, you joining us for a couple minutes on the show tonight to, to uh, share your thoughts and memories of Coach Raver, uh, um, a man that is sorely going to be missed. Absolutely. No problem. I appreciate it. All right. That's uh, Brian Kelly, a, a former staff member here at WRBI, and we'll be back with more of Coach's Corner right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI. Margaret Mary Health knows prevention and early detection are key in the fight against breast cancer. They recommend all women get mammograms yearly, starting at age 40. They offer advanced 3D mammography to their patients. If you can't afford a mammogram or your insurance doesn't cover it, financial assistance is available thanks to funding from the Indiana Breast Cancer Awareness Trust. To find out if you qualify, call 812-933-5583 or visit the imaging page at mmhealth.org. Remembering the Hall of Famer, Coach Ron Raver, a special edition of Coach's Corner. Here is WRBI's Bryce Kendrick. Once again, we continue with Coach's Corner from Ison's Family Pizza as we uh, spend time remembering Coach Ron Raver, who was the host of this show for a long, long time. And the person that uh, really got this show started, Ron Green from WRBI, he's with us right now. And uh, Ron, appreciate you being on the show tonight. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. Well, let's let's talk Coach Raver and let's talk Coach's Corner. I mean, this show goes back a long, long time. How how was the show conceived? Who came up with the idea to to do a Coach's Corner show? I I think it was a combination of Ron and myself. Both mm-hmm. we just sitting talking one day and uh, um, thought that maybe it would be a good idea to uh, open have a show and open it up to uh, not only to basket and varsity basketball and varsity football, but also to uh, all the other sports and also the um, area schools around us to open them up and ask, you know, ask the uh, coaches if they'd like to come on and, and talk about their programs and so forth. And uh, so this thing uh, re- really kicked off and Ron took off with it. And you got to give Ron all the credit mm-hmm. for it because he was the one that contacted the coaches. He was the one that uh, put it together, um, you know, directed the show, you might say, right. and um, got it going every every week. And, you know, sometimes he had a tough time keeping it in the hour long <laughs> show. <laughs> needed, needed to keep it in because uh, coaches like to talk and, you know, he liked to talk sports. No question. Well, you, you couldn't have picked a better guy for the show because every person that I've talked to, to a person, has talked about the knowledge uh, uh, that Coach Raver had in multiple sports, not just not just basketball. Right. And he, uh, of course, uh, coached cross country and track and, and basketball at Batesville High School. But, you know, he his knowledge in, in all the sports and – wanted to um the biggest thing about ron was he's about kids and he wanted sure. to uh, give them all the credit that he can not only the the coaches themselves but uh you know and not necessarily the stars of the team all the time either you know because it takes a lot of people to play right uh, a sport today no question and, uh, but he, so he wanted to keep you know he wanted to get the ones that maybe wasn't quite as talented as as some of the other ones 
and you know mention their names and talk about them also. Well, that's a great philosophy to have and one that, that I have shared uh, over the years. And, you know, you talk about the makeup of this show and how it got started. And, and originally it was uh, held here at the WRBI studios. And that unfortunately had to change. But uh, you guys were able to adapt and keep the show going. We sure was. Uh, uh, over at Ison, uh, Ison's Pizza, uh, he, you know, he uh, jumped. He might as well me say that he jumped up and says, hey, I want to host this thing. Right. At my place, mm-hmm. you know, and so um, through the years, he created a little spot for Ron and put some stuff up on the walls for him and uh, kind of created a little um, a place that everybody knew to come on on Mondays for Coach's Corner. Yeah, people, if they haven't seen it, they need to they need to stop over here at Ison's and take a look at the back room there and, and see uh, and see the display on the wall, especially uh, uh, part the the portion that has the basketball floor with a bunch of signatures on it. That's that's kind of a who's who. You bet it sure is. <laughs> yeah. What uh, what is the what is your biggest takeaway from uh, Coach Raver's association with WRBI over the years? Uh, I guess the biggest the biggest thing was that. Uh, you know, he, he loved the sports. You know, he, he loved the sports and he loved to, uh, to, uh, tout sports as much, as much as possible whenever possible. He, uh, I don't, you go around the state, everybody knew Ron Raver. Yep. You know, anybody in coaching knew Ron Raver all around the state. And, uh, uh, just, um, that knew of him, knew of his, you know, proudness, you know, back when we were doing games and we went to the state a couple of times and he was right. up there. Goodness, he had, he had a line waiting to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic, and uh, just a, a special, special man, and and someone. Uh, there's going to be a, a major void in the community with with his loss, and and I know you share uh, our uh, sentiments with uh, sending out condolences uh, to the Raver family and and to everybody that that just had been around him for so so many years. We're all we're all heartbroken over his loss. Yes, so so, so true. Yes. All right. Well, uh, Ron Green, I appreciate you uh, joining us on Coach's Corner tonight, and uh, uh, I'm sure that uh, that Ron, uh, that uh, Coach Raver is listening tonight, and he appreciates the kind words that you shared this evening. Thank you. We will be back with more of Coach's Corner right after this. Again, you're listening to Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI. Curtin Elko, your local Linux dealer, is 50 years old. Hi, it's Scott Lamping, and we're proud to have been providing quality products, professional installation, and dependable service for residential, commercial, and farms in southeastern Indiana since 1971. Our experienced and helpful calendar staff can help you do-it-yourselfers and contractors, and our experienced service technicians and installers are glad to do it for you. Curtin Elko, celebrating 50 years of business. Coach's Corner remembers Ron Raver. Here is WRBI Sports Director Bryce Kendrick. As I wrap up the show tonight, before I thank all of the guests who joined me, we could have had at least 100 guests on this show to talk about Coach Raver, but due to time and circumstance, we had to limit the participation. I do want to thank the following who joined me tonight, current boys basketball coaches Gary Mormon of Oldenburg and Aaron Garrett of Batesville, former Batesville boys head coach Paul Ehrman, current Batesville track and cross-country coach Lisa Galsman, current and former WRBI staff members Tom Snape, Mike Myers, Brian Kelly, and former owner-general manager Ron Green, also Batesville. 
Batesville Mayor Mike Bettis. To thank uh, John Heil for uh, engineering the show tonight, navigating through the various pieces and parts used to quickly put this special edition together. We appreciate Cecil Eisen, the staff here at Eisen's Family Pizza, for being such wonderful hosts, along with our other show sponsors, Gehrings, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Hurt and Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutswiller. The Boys Basketball State Tournament begins Tuesday. You can see all of the sectional pairings of local interest right now on WRBIRadio.com. You'll also find records, rankings, Sagarin info, and defending champion information. Also check out the site and read about our local wrestlers who competed in the state finals over the weekend and several boys area swimmers who have qualified for state this weekend. Tomorrow night on the Sports Voice, it's boys high school basketball from St. Leon as East Central welcomes Lawrenceburg. Airtime should be around 710. It has been an honor to host this show since I took over as temporary host for Coach Raver in the fall when he was unable to continue his great work here. I always said I was just keeping his chair warm until he got back. Well, it saddens all of us to know he will not be returning. But I say without hesitation, this will always be his chair and his show. Our condolences, thoughts, and prayers go out to Coach Raver's Coach Raver's Hall of Fame wife, Sally, and the entire Raver family. I'm Bryce Kendrick. Thanks for listening to Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI.